Welcome to Unplanned Vodnancy, the only podcast on the internet where I just don't give a fuck anymore. I'm not going to put any effort into this one. We're here. <laughs> Welcome to episode 27, everybody. Chris, how was your week? Yeah, pretty shit, honestly. Cool. Uh, Mine too. <laughs> Tell me why. Uh, work really fucked up my sleep schedule, uh, and then I've been trying to correct it all week, and it's not going well. And now I've been oversleeping by, and it's just it led to this entire week being horrible. I like I, I've I've slept when I'm not supposed to be asleep, and I'm up when I'm not supposed to be up, and it's just it's ruining my days. So. That's really what it boils down to. So, yeah. How did work fuck up your sleep schedule? I had to work on Sunday. Oh, oh god. I had to work on Sunday, and then I was up late, and it just fu- it just fucked everything for the next. I mean, hell, I I'm still not straight with my sleep. So, yeah, yeah, uh, that stuff that you were talking about in the intro of the last episode about doing good at your job and like taking care of yourself and eating good and working out so been doing that stuff tried um eating yes uh work sure um the exercise (laughs) it hasn't been coming nearly as much because i've just been up at like 2 a.m and then up until work starts and then like sleeping during lunch and shit like that. Like it's yeah. it's okay. so. Okay, no, I get that. I'm I'm proud of you for sticking to it, it as much as you can through that because it it would have been real easy to just be like nah, fuck it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It is what, I mean, I bought the food, so I'm gonna eat the food. Well, hey. Yeah. That's true. All right. Uh, what about <laughs> what about your shitty week? Uh, my week's been fucking terrible for. Almost the same reason. I've been on call for work since fr- last Friday, and it's just been a fucking nightmare. I've barely gotten 10 minutes to, like, actually have my own fucking thoughts to myself. I think I've, I've like, got this new running watch last week that I talked about, and I've been, I like, if you look at my running, my, or my fucking sleep schedule on the running watch app, I think I'm averaging, like, barely over four hours a night because I'll get, I'll get asleep and, like, 45 minutes to an hour later i'll get called i've been called uh, probably almost 20 times this week it's been a fucking nightmare it's been an absolute nightmare and i've been i've basically just been working nonstop for the last nearly seven days and i'm fucking over it i'm tired i'm pissed off like i'm i'm at the point that this is (laughs) This is the maddest I've ever been on a, on a Podency episode, and that's just what you're in for this week, everybody. Because I'm I'm fucking I'm done. I'm you, <laughs> you've got done, Matt, this week. Because I I'm at that point where I'm just so tired and so aggravated by my life that like you know that mood that you're in where like if somebody if somebody did something you've lost your filter and it's dangerous. Yeah. Where, like, if somebody does something that pisses you off, you're just going to tell them, I'm at that point now. And I'm yeah. hoping I'm going to make it through work tomorrow without getting fired. Because <laughs> that's where I'm at. You're at that point where you're ready to just quit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's hope that I won't have to do this anymore soon. And um, if it wasn't for that, I think this would have been the week that just broke me. 
Like, you've been at that job for a while, and is this the first time that on call week has been as bad as this? It, it's been bad before. This is the worst week I've ever had. It's oh. been a nightmare. So, uh, fucking sucks. Yeah, it's been fucking terrible. So I feel you. Sounds like your week has actually been worse than mine for, for multiple reasons. And, you know, my, my sleep sucked, but you, you've got a shitty sleep and work just beating your ass. So I'm not going to claim better or worse or anything. I would go I, for it. Bad. I'm going for it. Claim worse week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a one upper. I don't want to show up and be like, Chris, tell me why your week sucks so I can fucking shit all over it. No. Claim claim worst week 2022. Go for it. That's Yeah. The thing that made it even worse is my fucking birthday was Tuesday. So oh, like Jesus Christ. At that point too, like okay, I'll I'll walk you through my fucking birthday basically. I fucking this was already happening. I, I was running on like I don't know, maybe three and a half, four hours of sleep. So I fucking make it through that. I have a busy day at work on top of having to work until like two o'clock in the morning the previous night. So I get through work and then at like 5.30 or something like that, a friend texts me and is like, hey, there's this elliptical that's in my neighborhood in my apartment complex that somebody left out for free. And you're the only person I know who has a truck. Will you come help me move it to my apartment? And I was like, sure, fuck it, whatever. So I get, this is my birthday. So I get in the truck and like, I'm like, I haven't planned anything better to do tonight because I'm on call for work and it's been hell anyway. So I can't drink or really go out or anything, but I decided to go do this. So I leave the house and I get maybe maybe five to ten it's gonna be like a 30 minute trip to this person's to this place so i get maybe five or ten minutes down the road and there's one main road that goes out of my town because i live in a small town and traffic comes to a complete stop and i've never seen this happen before i've never seen this happen before comes to a complete stop and i sit there for 30 minutes and move two cars and I'm on a bridge. I'm sitting on a bridge. It's two lanes. There's nowhere to go. And I eventually get to the point where the traffic, the oncoming traffic stops. And like it's like 45 minutes of this and I'm like I I'm sorry. Like I text the person and I'm like, "Look, I'm sorry. If somebody comes and pick like it just is what it is. I can't get there." So um Actually, no. Right before that happens, the reason I texted them and told them that was I was still sitting there and work calls me. And it's like it's like one of the worst things that can possibly happen has happened. Yeah. Or at least it seems like it's happened. It actually turns out that it wasn't as bad as what I thought it was initially. But anyway, so that happens. So I try to turn around and I get turned around and going the other direction and now emergency vehicles have like stopped traffic in both directions for who knows whatever the fuck reason and some cop is like yeah the traffic going out of town is going to be stopped for like two hours and I finally get going back towards my house and like I say that that was the one way that was out of 
town normally. Well, the only other way out of town besides that main road is a small back road that goes past my house. And all of the traffic in town is now going down that back road. So I have to like drive down the back road that my house is on and like bumper to bumper traffic. I, and I get to my house and at that point I text that the person and I'm just like, look, it, it, fuck it, it is, is what it is. I'm just not going to be able to get there and I have to do something for work. And it's a good thing that that didn't turn out to be an issue that I actually had to drive to the office to for, because I don't know how I would have gotten there. But then I spent the rest of the night listening to the bumper to bumper traffic, like basically going by my house outside because all of the traffic in like like the 10,000 people that live in my town has to drive by my house now to get in or out. It was just terrible. And that was my birthday. And I still ended up working until like 2 or 3 in the morning that night too. So... Wow. It was bad. <laughs> it was Damn, bad. dude. I feel for you. That That's really, really rough. That That's, that's just a shitty day. That's a shitty night. That's a shitty situation. And the fact that this is all compounded into a week, like, I, I feel really bad for you. Like, that's horrible. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> so, wow. that's just where, yeah. That's where we're at. But you know what? It's potency time. Hey. <laughs> it's time for potency. Hey, it's time for potency. Good lord, dude. Well, you know what? On call ends tomorrow, right? Yes. So Friday, five PM. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. Get I've to... been trying to drink less, and I've been succeeding at it uh-huh. for like the last couple of months. Tomorrow and I, I'm getting blackout drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Probably not blackout drunk, but yeah. Like it. Uh. Anyway. You want to know what the topic is? Yeah. Uh, let's just let's skip it. Let's go go ahead and vent a little more. <laughs> get it get it out, man. Get it out. Make make yourself feel better. Like, damn. No, okay. Yeah. What what's today's topic? Okay, so aside from that stuff happening to me this week, you know what else happened this week? Mm. Uh, midterm elections. Oh, that's right. And, yep, yep. That's the thing that happened. So that got me wondering. Uh, you know, as Americans, we vote, we show up to the polls, we vote, and our votes just get uh, cast for individuals who are supposed to represent, like, our areas of the country, or whatever. So, that, and they decide that the issues and things for us, and that's what we've got going on here in America. Uh, you can argue that that's not really democracy, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. What we're here to talk about today is imagine a world where uh, far in the future, a world that we've already talked about where everyone is inside virtual reality okay. and we're all living in the matrix. Imagine people could vote on everything. Like, let's say Tuesday, we want the sky to be red. What sort of things? What sort of things do you think uh, we would vote on? What sort of things would you like to see us vote on? And how do you think the ability to just vote, like a a 
populist voting system to change the landscape of reality would end up going. Oh man, that's. I'm sh- oh wow. I guess if there was no consequence of power tied to it, maybe it would just be like a straight vote where it's just like numbers are the only thing that matter and we wouldn't have to worry about like you live in this area of virtual reality. So <laughs> your vote gets counted <laughs> by these people and gerrymandering. Yeah, all that it's like bullshit. gerrymandering virtual reality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, assuming that there is just a straight vote. Yeah. Just um, straight up popular vote. I don't, that's interesting because I don't, it's really strange how people react to things getting updated in general in games. Um, And I think for me, where I'm drawing experience from is World of Warcraft and uh, the Cataclysm expansion where they changed everything from like old World of Warcraft content and they updated all the zones and quests and all that shit. And so many people hated it. And we're like, this isn't the World of Warcraft that I know. And I'm not playing anymore. Some people get really tied to content that exists and just like the way that video games are laid out. In a virtual world, Mm. some people might be exactly the same where they're like, I don't want my paradise uh, beach to change. I like this beach how it is. This is where I come to chill. I don't want it to change. Oh, for sure. So it could get really intense with the voting. Like, do you want this beach to change? And some people will get up could get up in arms about it and be like, no, if you change this, I'm unsubscribing and leaving and doing all this stuff. Yeah, well, what if you're trapped here? Like, what if this is our reality now? I th- I don't think it would matter. I I, I think... Uh, well, yeah, you're well, saying I, people I think, would threaten think, to leave, but if I think people leave. would be even more passionate about it not changing if they didn't want it to change. Because yeah. now if it gets changed, they're stuck with it until the next vote. And what can you do in virtual reality if you're upset? Yeah, do you you think this is going to cause like VR civil war over just mundane shit? I mean, yeah, like depending on like the power you have within the system, yeah, people could, people go to all kinds of dumb ends over stupid shit. And if it doesn't threaten your life in any like real way, and I don't know, like, it, when you say you're stuck in, like, a metaverse, what happens if you just murder someone? What do they do to you? Yeah. Well, I mean, if the ver- if the the metaverse is in control of itself, then, I mean, you would think that that wouldn't be allowed to happen. But maybe it should be allowed to happen, because if it's going to be a perfect simulation of reality, um, maybe, like, living... An eternity in a world without consequence is going to cause issues. Um, like it's it's going to devolve into just a complete state of chaos. Entropy is going to take over. Like when you, when there's no system there 
to prevent people from doing things that they shouldn't be able to do. Like, if there's no ramifications for any action, uh, it's going to lead to chaos. Well, whenever I've thought about this in the past, I've thought about, like, like thinking about a virtual reality world, and I think they may have done this in Black Mirror. I don't know. But in a virtual reality world where uh, you're there for eternity, like, say that they can continue to preserve our brains forever somehow, or our consciousness or something, into virtual reality forever. Uh, I've always thought that if you died in virtual reality, you would get moved into a, a new server or something. You know what I mean? Like you would die in that reality and then get reborn in something else. Um, so that it's like dying in the sense that you lose everything that you had worked for or all the people that you know and stuff in that life and then you have to start over. So it's a punishment in that way, but you don't actually die forever. Um, but that's, I mean, that's that's beside the, the point. Um, what was the, what was your question? So what are, what is punishment for doing something wrong yeah. when when you can just live forever? So like say say they're like we're going to change this beat. We're going to put up a vote to change this right. area and you lose the vote, you or your side loses the vote. Now your favorite area in the metaverse yeah. is changing and you're like fuck it. I'm going on a killing spree because this is the one thing that I really loved and this is worth it. And so then you just start killing a bunch of people and maybe they go to a new server. But what is your consequence? What happens to you? Well, I think your consequence is probably like some some amount of prison sentence seems reasonable that you, like people would have to capture you and put you in some sort of jail system or something like that. I mean, I don't think the metaverse can be self-policing in that manner because then that removes excitement and danger from life. If, if, if bad things can't happen in the metaverse because it's designed that way, it's going to be kind of boring. So I think, yeah, I think that it's going to be up to some sort of like metaverse police force to apprehend you and either kill you or put you in prison and you might die and and maybe that's not really punishment but honestly does it matter to the people who are punishing you like to the people who are killing you does it matter to them whether you're actually punished or not you're out of their reality so the end goal for them is that's the true huh. um, maybe there could be like and I know some games have like done matchmaking this way, where if if you get killed or punished or something in another reality, you get moved onto a server with other people who that has happened to. Um, so maybe there's just like psychopath servers that people end up in. Like people have like some sort of reputation. In Australia. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That would be, I mean, that that would be cool. I mean, it'd be yeah. crazy. It'd be crazy for there just to be servers full of murderers. <laughs> just yeah, like, it's like some sort of, yeah, I mean, eventually you're, if you keep doing things, you're going to end up in whatever the equivalent of metaverse hell is. Yeah, um, exactly. So, but the thing is, 
like if you have an ongoing reputation score, maybe if you end up in metaverse hell, then you and you start behaving kindly, then when you die that time, it'll downgrade you to a lower level of metaverse hell, and you can work your way back. And then yes. that would that would <laughs> may prevent people from doing things later because they're like, I don't want to end up back in metaverse hell. I like where this is going. I like I like the ranking system or the morality like rank associated with each person and as they die they move across servers associated with that rank until they end up in just you know like you said until like really bad ranks are just like hell and really good ranks are just like these paradises i love that idea and the fact like the idea that you could be in like one of these hell servers and like improve your morality to try to get into a better server and like that teaches you to be a better person. Yeah. That's a fantastic I, lo- I love the concept of that. This is a movie I want to watch. Yeah. That would be this would be a dope movie. They need to re- they need to reboot Sword Art Online and do this instead. <laughs> Cuz the second season on from of Sword Art Online is garbage. Yeah. And they should, <laughs> they should yeah. do this instead. Sword Art Season 1, amazing. Amazing. Uh, amazing show. One of the best show. anime I've ever seen. So good. Yeah. So, and then as soon as they're just like, hey, you want to go to Elfheim? You're just like, I don't want to watch this show anymore. Yeah, and you watch the whole thing because you're like, you want it so, you want it so bad to be as good as the first season. Yep. And it's just never gonna be. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, if you happen to like consequent, like if you happen to be someone who's watching Sword Art Online right now, I'm just gonna just gonna build you up for that disappointment. Or right now, season two is not as good as the first one. And if you're in season two right now and you keep expecting it to get better and hope it's gonna be as good as season one was, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I think they're in like season four or five now. And someone told me that, like, after, like, season three, it gets good again. I'm like, I don't know how. Season three is Gun Gale Online or whatever, right? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. And I watched... I didn't I watch know. Gun Gale. I, w- I was disenfranchised by season two, and I started watching season three, and it still wasn't getting any better, and I was just like, I'm done with this, I think. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I've never yeah. gone back. I, I don't know how season four could... I don't know how you get go back to a season being good as good as season one because season one was special it was there was a special concept that they played out and it was amazing and i just don't know how you get back to such a (laughs) such a good season of a show so off track (laughs) well but i mean so online is like the perfect example of a metaverse Mm-hmm. Like it, that is what that show is. It, it is right. people living in another universe and like playing out classes and playing out their fantasies in this game. And it would be really, really dope to get to do that in life. And it would be really, really dope if there was a movie that had the idea of heaven and hell, heaven and hell moving along these tiers based on how you act. I want to see that. Sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... That'd be dope. Somebody should do that. Someone should do that. Um, I want... Like a main... Like following a main character, maybe, who like starts in the metaverse, ends up in metaverse hell somehow, brings their way back, 
like a, a full redemption arc. That'd be an inter- that'd be entertaining. Yeah, and they learn the difference between like acting out of like selfish reasons and acting for like selfless reasons and yeah. you'd have enemies and stuff and yeah it, would it be- could be one of those anime that just goes on for an eternity and they meet like a, a fuck ton of people and because you can you, there's almost no limit to what you can do with that it would basically be like the one piece of sci-fi anime <laughs> But, yeah. yeah, that would be really cool. I want to see that. Probably Anyhow. won't ever see that, but I want to see that. Yeah. Maybe one day AI will get to the point, because like now we have AI art where you can just punch in a description of an image you want to see. Maybe AI will get so advanced at some point, you, you can punch in a description of a movie, and AI will just like shit out a movie for you. God, it, that'd be cool. It won't be good, because it won't have a con, like an under, full understanding of like what makes a, a character like identifiable or like makes people identify with a character or like makes something emotionally compelling but maybe you can learn that I don't fucking know yeah well right now if you've gotten a chance to play with Dolly 2 like the, the progression of AIR has been like you know you type in a description and like you get a randomly generated image and you're like yeah that's kind of what I like and then they were like okay well now you can take that gen- that that generated image and you can do like iterations of it and get something different you like and they've kept going through this process where you can do descriptors and now in Dolly 2 you can literally like get the image that you described and then you can like erase parts of it yeah. and like resubmit it'll fill it, it back and it'll fill it back in um, and try to give you something else that you like, and you can use that to expand images and stuff like that. And if it keeps progressing like that, eventually, maybe AI art will be able to generate exactly what you see in your head and exactly what you want, um, yeah. based on just being able to describe different pieces and stuff like that. Yeah, and if maybe that's, you could do that with a movie. Maybe you could submit it to the AI and be like, look, this movie's great hate this scene. Yeah. And just delete the scene from it and it'll just fill in a new scene. Yeah. That would be awesome. Oh my god, that would be so cool. Yeah. If- I think I think that's where we're going, honestly. I think maybe we won't see it in our lifetimes, but I think eventually we're we're going to a place where instead of selling people movies and things that are like prepackaged and predetermined, we're largely just going to be selling people tools that they can use to just generate whatever thing it is that they want. Which would be so, super fucking dope. That'd be I, great. Would, I would love to just have like, not a spike, but like plugs that I could put on my head and it could just like record the shit that I see in my dreams. And like, dream movies would be awesome. Like, especially if you could learn how to control your dreams, which there are techniques to do that. And you could just record entire movies by dreaming them. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome, and then you could use AI to like fill in like special effects that you didn't dream correctly, and all kinds of. Man, the future would be crazy. Yeah, that's that's the kind of entertainment I want. And then everyone would just spend all the time asleep and working on their AI movies. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know. I think I think that's a, a future worth attaining. And honestly, people say that they don't want stuff like or like people are concerned about stuff like that because they think it's going to put artists and stuff out of business. And it's not because somebody has to feed the algorithm with stuff. Yeah. Like people are still going to have to make art and stuff as examples to shove into the algorithm so that it can learn how to produce stuff that's not total garbage. Yeah. So, and I think the people that are benefiting currently the most from AI art are artists in, in general. Like anyone can get on a tool and be like, this is what I want to see and punch it in. And they get a picture and they're like, cool. That's pretty much what I wanted to see. But like a really talented artist will do that and they'll get a picture and they'll be like, that is great inspiration. And they'll, they'll take that piece and then like way make it way better. And they'll be like, that was a great concept piece. It gave me a color palette. It gave me like perspective on stuff. And then they just make it something like really cool. And I think it'd be the same thing with movies. Like, once you have like that draft done then you could present it to whether it be a big company or if you have the tools yourself and you can make it something really special so i think you know ai tools until they get to like a completely different level will serve the creatively minded more than the people who just want to see something yeah uh, I think it'll eventually get to the point where it's good enough to just give people what they want anyway. Probably. But, I mean, r- yeah. realistically, if, if the AI can get to like a human mind, then yeah, we're going to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, now, now I think we can come back f- full circle to what the original topic was, which was voting on things. So, um, I guess the question though is, in a in a metaverse death. We've discussed this before, but like in a, in a place where you eventually get uploaded to the metaverse and stay there for eternity, um, is it going to be something where people are actually interacting with each other? Like people are all on the same server together? Or is it just going to be the system tricking your brain into thinking that you're talking to people? Because in a situation where the, where they determine that it's better to just trick people into talking to other people or thinking that they're talking to other people this doesn't matter because yeah. the metaverse is just going to be whatever you want it to be anyway yeah so i man i i don't know i i would think that the way to make people happy would be to put them in their own cell and let just like let the computer dream up people and let them interact with these npcs but I think human, and this is in the Matrix, right? I think humans crave the uncertainty and the like, yeah. just the destruction of <laughs> the human nature. People crave chaos. Yeah, they, lo- exactly. Lots of people will say that they don't, but as human beings, we're stimulated by chaos. To just be constantly force-fed exactly what you want all the time is boring. And that would be a hell in and of itself. Like, if you ever talk to... Have you ever talked to, like, an AI chatbot where the AI chatbot won't disagree with you? Like, Um, you can't... Well, okay, so there are lots of AI chatbots that you can talk to. But most of them, or at least the ones that I've tried, are, like, they're overly polite, 
and you can't have you can't really have a stimulating conversation with them because they're incapable of forming their own opinions. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like basically if you just if you start arguing with them or something, they'll just be like, oh, okay. Or you know what? Maybe yeah. you're right. And that is that that would be hell. To talk to, to be like talking to people in your metaverse reality who are just incapable of arguing with you and you always know how they're going to react would be its own hell. Yeah, but see, if we could simulate worlds like that, wouldn't it be possible for you to be like, okay, or for the AI to be like, okay, I'm going to take this person, put them in their own AI world, and now all these people that from wherever, all these brains... I will make copies of those brains, insert them into this world. They're not the real people. They're just right. copies. And right. they'll interact on their own. They'll have their own opinions because they're copies of these brains. And it doesn't yeah. matter what the actual person in that world does because they're just copies. He, he or she can just kill them all. It doesn't right. actually matter. Right. Like the same way that the AI art, AI learns to draw art from Art, like pieces of art that were drawn by other people like the thing about AI art is it can be imperfect in the way that a human like the the thing that makes human art made by humans is the imperfections in the art that make it beautiful right and then the AI can learn to do that because it's taken in imperfect art from that humans have generated so yeah it could learn to be imperfect by just mimicking the reactions and yeah. like thought processes and stuff of other humans that have been uploaded to it. So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it could even combine personalities from other people and smash them together and make new people yeah. who are also argumentative. Like, yeah. Yeah, that, so yeah, I don't know, man. If you get to the point where you can just simulate people like that, well, then what, what's the difference? And I, we've been here before in, oh, on yeah. the show. What at at what point does it stop mattering? What mind is human and what mind is AI? Yeah, because so I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. Where if you're like if you're in this metaverse system and you're talking to a person, my my gut reaction is that. If I didn't know that this was happening and I never realized that this was happening, that it would be okay to me because I wouldn't know any different. Like, like my immediate reaction to the idea of knowing that I'm talking to a computer, to an AI, is that I wouldn't like it and that I would feel like what I was doing didn't matter and who I was talking to didn't matter and the thoughts and feelings of the, the AI that I was interacting with didn't matter. But... Why is that, right? Because if you think about it, uh, I think people's issue with, because I think a lot of people feel this way, talking to a computer AI or something like that uh, would be, it's not as deep of a connection as you would feel with another human being because it's just ones and zeros and electronics talking back to you. But if you really think about it, human beings are just cells and neurons and electricity talking back to you so does it really matter what 
the neural matter of the entity that you're communicating with is made of. I don't think so. Really, I just don't think it does. I just think eventually you're just not going to be able to tell the difference. Yeah. So you think you think if AI got advanced enough to the point where it it is basically a neural network that has almost completely replicated the human brain in digital form that it makes no difference anymore whether you're talking to an AI or a human. Yeah, I, I just I just don't I, I think at that point you just won't be able to tell and so it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think if it is actually replicating the human brain perfectly like it's a perfect simulation it's just not made up of organic matter it's made up of something else but it's a perfect simulation replication of the brain yeah it's just as human it's is it just as human i don't think it matters that it isn't right i I think it fulfills the need of the person it's interacting with and so, therefore, it doesn't matter. If I am interacting with an AI and it fulfills all my social needs, yeah. then it doesn't matter if it's human or not. But what if, what if you care about um, whether the thing that you're interacting with has its own thoughts and feelings, like on any on a deeper like humanitarian level in the sense that um, you want this thing that you're talking to to be its own entity and be alive and have its own feelings and its well-being is important to you. Uh, Does it change that it's not a human brain and it's just a simulation of a human brain? You're not going to know. So... (laughs) Well, okay, I'm I'm saying I've, I've already agreed that if you don't know it doesn't matter. Because you don't know and you have no way to know, so just live in blissful ignorance. Like I, I'm, I'm a proponent of living in blissful ignorance. If you, yeah. if you don't know and you're never going to know, and and not knowing doesn't hurt you, fuck it, it doesn't matter. It makes no difference at that point. But what I'm saying is, like, if you could peel back the curtain or know or something in some way, would it matter to you? Does it matter then that you know it's a simulation and not really a human? To me personally, I don't think it does. Yeah. In this moment, I would say it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe if I found out, I'd be like, God, what have I spent my life doing? Just talking to a computer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. I I don't think to me it would matter. Because in my mind it's just about fulfillment and that's i mean that's what life as a meat sack is too like it's all you're meeting people and you're interacting with people to get like chemical reactions and satisfaction and that's the end of it it doesn't matter to you on a deeper level though your impact on something that survives outside of you <laughs> like like when you think about like the impact that you have on your friends and your family and like when you're dead they're going to think about you and you're going to have made someone's life better maybe 
or had some some consequence on the outcome of someone else's life. See, when I was younger, I used to I used to want to leave a mark on humanity. I I had oh. I had this desire to be like I want to be in a history book. I want to I want to do something that matters. Okay. And you know, and we've talked about this before. There are multiple ways to get there. Some good, some bad. <laughs> but it, the ultimate like human measuring stick of success is how much you're in a history book right yeah as i got older i i I realized it doesn't fucking matter say i took up half a history book when the sun explodes no one's gonna fucking care there's no one left to care it doesn't matter and that that kind of just like permeates through like my life like be good to people because it feels good to be good to people. Don't be good to people because you like you think it's going to affect them in a certain way. Okay. I, I don't murder people be, not because like I, I think it's going to hurt them or their families. I don't murder people because I'd probably be like crying myself to sleep every night <laughs> thinking about the fact that I murdered someone and but, like just the but, scene. Okay, but is that not because you would feel guilty about having had a negative impact on somebody's life and what you did to them? I think it... it that, see, I don't know. I, I just think, like, staring at a dead body negatively impacts me. Why is it traumatic to you, though? Because it's a dead body. Like, I I don't... Seeing gore doesn't please me. <laughs> like, it doesn't please me in movies. It's not going to please me in real life. I don't think... I, just, like, the the idea of seeing a dead body in front of me sucks. So I'm not going to okay. murder someone. Not because, I, not because they're now dead, and that's unfortunate for them and their family. It's unfortunate for me because I'm staring at a dead body. I don't know. That's I don't see it that way. I don't murder people because it's it would be it would have a negative impact on somebody else and I would have to live the rest of my life with the trauma of knowing that I had that substantial of a negative impact on somebody's life. And now you can make the argument that it's not actually the negative consequence for someone else that is preventing me from doing it. And you can say, you could say that what I'm saying is what you're saying with more steps, because I guess what maybe what I'm saying is not that it's the negative impact I'm having on somebody else that's preventing me from doing it. Maybe it's the negative impact that I'm putting on myself by having to live with the trauma of knowing that I did that thing that's actually preventing me from doing it. And so the no, maybe no action is actually selfless because we're not thinking about other people when we do things. We're thinking about ourselves having to live with having done something to somebody else. So maybe it's all the same. I think maybe you're just cutting out the (laughs) middleman. I think 100% of human actions are based on how we make ourselves feel through those actions. All of them. 
and how well, you get to that end point is all jargon. You feel bad because you made someone else feel bad, so now you feel guilty, blah, 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 blah. In the end, it's because you feel bad. That's why you're not going to do it. Right. That's yeah. what it boils down to. And that, that's just my take on it. Like, yeah, we have no ability. I mean, yeah, I guess you can say that empathy is the ability to feel other people's pain, but we have no actual ability to really feel the pain that we inflict on, oh. on someone else. So, uh, like, w- when we stab somebody in the throat, we're not just suddenly just like, oh, God, that hurts. Yeah. We're We're like, oh, God, I've done this thing, and now I feel bad about myself because I can see that I've caused you pain, and that makes me feel bad about myself. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, what was the point of that so okay so the point of it was like does talking to the AI if the AI is not a human being that's feeling things does that matter to you and your answer is no because the the net effect see but would it still have the same effect on you you don't do things so you don't walk up to your mom and be like Hey mom, you're a stinky old bitch because that would make your mom feel bad. It would also make me feel bad. Yeah, well, yeah, but it would make you feel bad that you you it would make you feel bad about yourself that you're a bad son because yes. you made your mom feel the way that she feels after you called her a stinky old bitch. Yes. Okay, but if you tell if you say say uh, you have an AI mom or caretaker or friend or something in this metaverse, if you call the AI a stinky old bitch and the AI simulates negative emotions and a negative reaction to that, if it's not really a human and it's just a computer simulating a negative reaction, is it going to make you feel the same way? Is it going to make you feel the same guilt? And even if I know it's an AI, I think that it might because... We have no way, <laughs> and see, we have no way of knowing. Same with humans. I can call my mom a stinky old bitch, and <laughs> she's like, that hurts my feelings. And I have right. to take her word for it. I have no way to know that it actually hurt her feelings. Okay. Same thing with an AI. If it goes, that hurt my feelings, okay. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I don't actually know. You just have to take it at face value. Yeah, the simu- the simulation of emotion is the exact same thing as emotion. Emotions aren't real. They're just they're just thoughts. They're just consequences. There okay. there are it's, they're just a chain reaction that is triggered by some stimuli. Yeah, you, there, there's which no- is the same way that an AI would be programmed. It's whatever it does when you call it a sneaky old bitch. It's just a chain reaction. Uh, triggered by some stimuli. It should be exactly the same. It, okay. If it, if it can replicate people perfectly, it's not replicating emotion, which means it does has it, emotion. Does it matter to you if this AI, and I mean, I guess we've already determined this. So it doesn't matter to you if when you die, all of the simulated people that lived and talked to you die with you it it, that doesn't make the interactions and stuff that you have any less real to you 
Because if you're like, I'm talking to my, I'm talking to these things, I've made my AI mom feel bad, or I've had an AI wife or something for 20 years, and if and and when I die, they're just gonna blink out of existence, and in the end, it's had no consequence at all. Does that make it less real? Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, that's a that's a, another layer that their existence is tied to my existence. And really, in that existence, in that reality, you are the direct cause of everything but that that happens to these AI things. Like, it is all your fault because they exist because of you. This is true. Like, so re- really, the most moral thing you could do in this simulation would be to just kill yourself because you're causing suffering to, <laughs> like, undo suffering. Unless they're feeling joy. Unless you're ma- unless you're making every AI being in your reality feeling joy constantly, I mean, I guess. See, okay, so maybe if you can bear the responsibility of having brought these things into existence, you're going to think about the fact that these things are all basically your children, and so maybe that would lead you to live a more moral uh, metaverse afterlife because. You, if if you don't make sure that all of these AI that are living in your afterlife are spending more time happy or content than they are miserable or sad, then it's your fault that you have created a net balance, a net bad emotion and experience for all of these things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is why I think you can't know. <laughs> I just don't think you can know because it's the weight of that just crush you mentally. But maybe that would make everyone better. Ah. I mean, I think that's the personally, I think that's the way everybody should look at life anyway. Is that like the interactions that you have with people are causing some sort of like net amount of suffering or sadness or joy to other people. And you should live your life in a way that you can hopefully be content at the end that your interactions with people have are at least slightly tipped onto the made people happier scale. Yeah. And because if you live, and this is just going back to, if you live your life like that, you're just going to feel better about yourself. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so then it still doesn't matter. <laughs> the outcome is really the same because you should be treating people this way anyway. So yeah. you may feel guilt to a greater degree, I suppose. The yeah. the reason you do it, the outcome of doing it, none of it matters. The the the, the fact is whether it, well whether it's selfless or selfish, being nice to other people feels better for them and for you. Whether they're real or fake, it's going to feel better for them and for you. In the end, it's all the same. Be nice. It's just a better life. Yeah. So. Caring. Caring just ends up being better (laughs) than being a dick to everyone. Yeah, yeah, okay. So maybe it doesn't matter. 
maybe that's the conclusion we reached there is that it just doesn't matter if as long as the simulation is a near perfect simulation of human consciousness or the human brain it just doesn't matter it just doesn't matter it doesn't matter where it's whether it's a simulation or real people yeah now if it can't feel go ahead murder them all it doesn't matter can't feel that's what GTA yeah, but if is. It's a, if it's a perfect simulation, it, then it, it's going to be able to feel. Yeah, exactly. It, it, the only way that it can be a realistic enough simulation for you to be to for it to trick you is for it to have some experience, negative experience, to be exactly. able to have some sort of negative experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So. Okay. Um, the original question was, "What do you think people would vote on? What would you like to vote on in an?" in a metaverse where people have to share a reality. I, I think the, the, where we have to share a reality, man, yeah. I just, I, I'm right back to it. I just don't think <laughs> I, we can't, anything we change, people are going to get mad about hey, because people get mad about everything. So we're going to end up voting on the exact same shit that we vote on. Now we're going to end up making laws and bullshit to regulate shit that doesn't need regulated and people are going to get up in arms about it, and it's going to end up exactly where we're at now. They're going to be like, no guns. And people are going to be like, but I love my guns. And people are going to be like, no smoking, but I want to smoke here. And it's going to be the same. It's going to so you don't, always be the same. You don't think we're going to end up in a situation where people are voting on the color of the sky or like voting on Ice Cream Tuesday or whatever because it's going to make enough people upset that it's gonna, they're, we're just going to have to stop doing it? Yeah. People are going to be like, but why? I don't want this guy to be red. That's stupid. It goes against God, and it's going to be all kinds of just bullshit constantly. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. We would probably reach a point where we would realize that it causes more fighting and discontent than it's worth to give people the power to change these things, and so they would, we would just stop giving people the power to choose these things. It's unfortunate, but yeah, I think so. Uh I think that's probably where we can end this. Do you have anything else you want to say? Treat people well. That's what it all boils yeah. down to. Yeah, treat people but good because either... And you can make up your mind as to whether it's because you should intrinsically feel the need to treat people well or because it'll make your own life better. Whatever reason you choose. Uh, don't be a dick. Uh, I'm playing You can go there. You can find links to all our social media pages. You can, <laughs> you can find the merch store. You can find tits galore. Um, <laughs> if you've seen it, you know oh, it. Oh God. Um, forgot that was so long. Yeah, that's still a thing. So <laughs> yeah, if you go to our Twitter, I'm sorry. Um, I'll go to our Twitter. Yeah. Prove that one per yeah one person <laughs> said something about it. Um, yeah, we we set out to prove something with that, and we didn't prove. We proved. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we proved what we intended to prove. Specific types of posts will get more attention. Is one like as opposed to no likes? Well, more attention? just the prof the number of profile views we got was substantially higher than the number of tweet interactions was substantially higher. 
It didn't get any follows, but it got way more interaction. What was the point of the experiment to get more followers or just to see if people would look at it more? Well, I think the point was to see if people would follow for it, but yeah, that's also going to take more effort. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't know, (laughs) just fuck it. (laughs) Just fuck it. Chris, do you want to say anything else? No. Just get out of here. No. Just be good to people. Whatever. Yeah. Be good to yourself. Yeah. Take care. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Bye. Bye.